Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. guys, it's Misty. This is Lattes and Legends. Hi friends. Um, happy Thursday, I think. I just realized it's been a long time since I recorded a podcast. I've not been motivated in the slightest. So I apologize for that. But here we are, still. I'm having a vanilla latte. And yeah, feeling great. It is a beautiful spring. It's warm. It's sunny. I hope your spring is going as well as can be expected in this crazy, crazy time. Anyway, um, I just want to say welcome. This is the first time you're listening to my podcast. I'm not always so um, perky. Oh, no, guys. I've had two cups of coffee today, one being a vanilla latte, and I just can't get it together. And I looked at the clock, and I looked at the date, and I said, I really need to record a podcast. So here I am. If you don't follow me on Facebook already, it's Lattes and Legends Podcast. Instagram, still really bad at Instagram. I promise I'll get better. It's not like I don't have the time right now. I'm working a little bit from home. I'm writing and doing some last-minute preschool things so I can get my kiddos on their way to their next step in life. And education. Yeah, so it's oh no, things are things are looking up. Got farmers market this weekend, which I'll let you guys know how that goes. It's gonna be interesting. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'm also on Twitter. Um, there's a couple podcasts I want you guys to check out. Let me pull up my app really fast. 
So I started listening to different podcasts because I can only listen to my favorite murder over and over again so many times. And that's what I've been listening to. Um, I started listening to Dumb Love, which is pretty funny. And there's always a true crime story. So it's pretty awesome. I just needed something to break up the monotony of depressing murder stories. Um, speaking of, I started listening to a podcast called Haunted Places, and they have a series on urban legends. And it, it's awesome. Yesterday, I was listening to one about like bugs in your ears, and I, I had literally had to turn it off. I was getting so freaked out. I freaked myself out. And I'm like, you need to go walk around. You need to get out of your building and just go. And then I turned it back on because I couldn't stop listening. Um, yeah. I read an article this week about Gary Ridgway. And it also had to do with coronavirus and the decision to let some prisoners out of prison. I think you should check that out. I honestly don't have the link, nor do I have more details about it, guys. I'm telling you, my brain is not functioning, but for some reason, I had it in my notes to check out, so check it out. All right, so with this second season of my podcast, I said I wanted to do things that were not so terrifying and try to give you guys a little bit more whimsy than terror. So I'm trying, and with this book called Phantasmagoria by Terry Breverton, I've found a lot of mythical creatures, uh, things of that nature to talk about. And the one I'm going to talk about today is called a gin. It's J-I-N-N, and it's also known as the Ugly Fire Demon. If you watch Supernatural, you have probably seen the episode about it. I feel like that's where that first piqued my interest uh, because I'd never really read or heard much about gin before, or at least I thought I hadn't. Come to find out, I knew a lot more than I thought. Okay, so sources for this, of course, are the book Phantasmagoria by Terry Breverton, Wikipedia, trusty Wikipedia, Britannica.com, BuzzFeedNews.com, Vice.com, and LiveScience.com. All right, so what are jinn? So jinn comes from the Arabic collective noun um, that means to hide or to conceal. Some authors do interpret the word to mean beings that are concealed from our senses. Hmm. So, also, um, what comes to mind is the French word genie, which is a guardian a spirit of people and places in Roman religion. It first appeared in 18th century translations of the Thousand and One Nights from the French, where it had been used um, to talk about benevolent spirits and such. Um, it was also used in Assyrian art. 
Um, and these creatures were called genies in Assyrian art. Right. So belief in jinn was common in early Arabia, where they were thought to inspire poets and soothsayers. Even Muhammad originally feared that his revelations might be the work of jinn. Their existence was further acknowledged in official Islam, which indicated that they, like human beings, would have to face eventual salvation or damnation. Jinn, especially through their association with magic, have always been favorite figures in North African, Egyptian, Syrian, Persian, and Turkish folklore. Hmm. In India and Indonesia, they have entered local Muslim imaginations by way of Arabic literature, also called ghouls. Jinn's influence has been widespread in religion and culture. Um, many supernatural stories have been influenced by the jinn. Um, jinn are seen as invisible entities with abstract definitions. Belief in them manifests differently between communities and individuals. For example, while some Islamic scholars agree that jinn are capable of possession, others do not. Still, in both the past and present stories of those possessed by jinn, they're not hard to find. Exorcisms, which can involve reciting the Quran over a person or, more rarely, physically beating the jinn out of them, are performed in some circles on those thought to be possessed by jinn. Hmm. I almost laughed when I said beating the jinn out of them. I think of a lot of people I could beat the jinn out of. You know who you are. I would never do that. But if there's enough gin in your body. Oh, sorry, I'm going to stop. Too much gin. <laughs> All right. So um, people who partake in this latter belief think that the pain is not felt by the person the gin occupies, but the gin themselves. And while reading the Quran is a popular exorcism method, gin's links to possession predate Islam. So maybe it works, maybe it doesn't. I don't really know. In the Arabic, the word majan, nun, majan, M-A-J-N-U-N, if you want to look it up, means possessed, mad, or insane. Or literally, it means to be possessed by a jinn. Right. Despite stories of possession, jinn are remarkable. In Christianity, demons and evil spirits appear as entities carrying out Satan's maleficent wishes, but neutral spirits like the jinn have no place. Hmm. Um. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. I have, ooh, here's a poem that was written about a female jinn, and this was pre-Islamic poetry, and it's called How I Met the Ghoul. Ghoul is spelled G-H-U-L, and it goes something like this. Lay, her, lay upon her through the night, that in the morning I might see what had come to me. Behold, 
two eyes and a hideous head, like the head of a cat, split tongue, legs like a deformed fetus, the back of a dog, clothes of hair cloth or worn out skin. Ooh. Um, the ability or desire to have sex isn't all the gin have in common with humans. Like us, gin will eat, sleep, drink, procreate, and die. Hmm. Okay. So, there's a little background on gin. And I have some stories. These stories came from BuzzFeed. And I, I'm guessing they ask their readers to tell them their horror stories about gin. And some of these are pretty crazy. So I'm going to read a few of them. And then I'm going to talk about gin in popular culture. All right. Mm -mm -mm. Crazy stories of gin. The first one is just titled The Fight. And it looks like this one came from a fan follower on Facebook. One time, my mother-in-law was sitting in her bed. She looked over and saw a woman sitting in the chair next to her bed. She had pointy, long fingers and a face with very sharp angles. She was so frustrated and annoyed with the gins that she reached out and grabbed the gin by the wrist. She yelled, get out. I'm tired of you. Get out. It started to try to pull its wrist away and eventually tried to bite her hand because she wouldn't let her go. She pulled her hand away before it bit her, and then the gin vanished. Hmm. This next one is called The Gin in the Locket, and also looks like it came from Facebook. <laughs> right. At my boarding school, we had a few cases of bullying. In one instance, a bully broke a chain on a student's neck. Hmm. As soon as that happened, the girl started to speak in a male voice while her body contorted in strange positions. It is said that it was a gin and had traveled from a faraway place. Meanwhile, the bully's tongue swelled and almost prevented her from breathing. Long story short, teachers were called into the room. Apparently, her parents knew and had gotten the chain for their daughter from a shaman to hold the gin in. Oh, yikes. All right, here's another one. I don't, this looks like it came from Twitter. Not sure of the title. This happened when my grandfather was in Egypt, was Egypt's ambassador to Spain, and I was living in Spain. I was two years old at the time. My mother said she would see me standing by the staircase, constantly talking to someone. And when she would put me to bed, I would stare out the door and say, tick. Tuck, tuck, tuck. Later on, my grandmother mentioned to my mom that she thinks I might be seeing spirits. And when we were talking about it, my grandmother said that the TV, sorry, my grandfather said that the TV in his room would turn on and off sporadically, and sometimes he could see shadows running across the balcony. My grandmother said that it's known for little children and animals to be able to see gins and spirits so when they saw me talking to something they assumed that there were spirits in the house and i was the only one that communicated with them hmm. uh, here's another one this one is from twitter it's called hooves this is an old persian story one day a lady goes into a public bathhouse she pays the attendant and goes inside once inside she notices 
Someone is in the room with her. She looks down at their feet, and instead of feet, they have hooves. The lady freaks out and runs outside as fast as she can. She rushes to the attendant to tell her that she saw someone with hooves instead of feet. The attendant looks up at her, lifts up her skirt, and asks, Oh, you mean like these? (laughs) Kind of creepy, actually. That's really creepy. Um, okay, so this is called, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, yikes, sorry about that guys, I haven't been talking this much in a while, so I had a little coughing fit, Get some water, I'm good to go. Alright, so this one's called The Night Whispers, and it looks like it's from someone on Facebook, okay, but no name. Well, I have a number P43EB994D. I don't know what that is. Anyway, Night Whispers. A year ago, when I was on my third trimester of pregnancy, I would only be able to fall asleep when dawn came. Just as I was about to fall asleep one night, I felt pressure on the end of the bed near my feet as if someone very heavy sat on my bed, which was weird. Because I didn't hear anyone come into my room. No creaking door, no footsteps. Just then, an eerie voice spoke straight into my mind. The language was unintelligible and distorted. I knew that it wasn't human. But to my surprise, I understood that it, what it was trying to say. My brain processed it easily, as if I had learned the language somewhere in my past. It asked me to pray my morning prayer. I was too sleepy and too scared to actually open my eyes. What if its face suddenly... What if its face was suddenly right in front of my nose? So I responded in my head, communicating with actually, without actually opening my mouth to say a word. Later, please. I'm so tired. I didn't get to, I didn't get to sleep. After I said so, the weight on my bed was lifted. The air, which was previously heavy with presence, became light and clear, and I opened my eyes and saw the earliest morning gleam through my window. Hmm. My door stood still. No one came in or out. I fell back to sleep. Let's see. There's a lot of these stories, so I'm going to read this one from Facebook. It's called The Territorial Gin. My great-uncle went to visit his cousins in India. His cousins told him that since it was summertime, they would all fall asleep in the courtyard together. However, they told him he wasn't allowed to place his bedding in one particular corner. Apparently, a gin slept there, and strange things happened if anyone disturbs that corner. My great-uncle said it was just nonsense, and he slept there anyway. One night, he woke up on the other side of the court. He laughed at first and thought it was his cousins trying to prank him, and he decided to sleep there again. The following night, the same thing happened. So he left a note on his pillow that said, Stop pranking me. There's no gin. That night, he was pushed off his bed, and his bedding was thrown on the other side. A note was thrown into his lap, which said, I sleep here. <laughs> the scary part of this, it wasn't that dark, and there was no one there. Yikes. <sighs> That's kind of creepy. All right, so the next thing I want to talk about is gin 
and popular culture. All right, let me find this. All right, so this comes from list.fandom.com, and it's just called Gin in Popular Culture. So, in books, you can find Gin and Jinnicky, the Red Gin. Um, and that's one of Ruth Plumey Thompson's original Oz characters. He's also in Jack Pumpkinhead of Oz, The Purple Prince of Oz, The Silver Princess in Oz. Do, do, do. Also, Christopher Moore has a book called Practical Demon Keeping that describes pre-human origins of gin. You can also read more about gin in Rudyard Kipling's Just So Stories. Oh, that's where I know this from. See, the more research I do about this, the more I'm like, I knew more about this than I thought. Um, there are several references in Neil Gaiman's books. Um, the Sandman Collection, American Gods, Fables and Reflections. Love Neil Gaiman. Um, let's see what else. Lots of books. Doctor Who, um, The Lionel Witch and the Wardrobe, comics. Oh, here we go. Um, Dragon Ball Z, of course. If you read any comics from Vertigo, the Fables comics, some of my favorites. Um, there's lots of mention of Jin there. DC Comics, lots of mention of Jin. Um, the characters Johnny Thunder and Jakeem Thunder are masters of the Jin. So you can look those guys up. There are some battles that include the Justice League of America, Justice Society of America, and there are two genies that battle with them. Do, do, do. What else? All right, movies and television. So first things first, Aladdin. Let's just put that out there. If we're talking about gin and genies, Clash of the Titans remake of 2010, The Seventh Voyage of Sinbad, Twilight Zone. There's two episodes, um, The Man in the Bottle and I Dream of Genie. Of course, the show I Dream of Genie, the horror film Wishmaster. Mm-hmm. The film Kazam featuring Shaquille O'Neal, which I guess a lot of people are confusing for a movie called Shazam. I don't know. Um, I'm trying to stay off social media, but I saw that somewhere. Charmed, you will see that. And Buffy the Bam Vampire Slayer, X-Files, a film called Long Time Dead. Ooh, that sounds good. Fairly Odd Parents. Supernatural. The episode, as I was talking about, is called What Is and What Should Never Be. You know those lyrics? We can be friends. And a, um, this website also talks about Pee-wee's Playhouse and Jumbie. You may remember Jumbie and his famous words. And um, there's also some video games, which you can look up if you're that much into gin and video games. There's a lot of information on this website, and if I read it all, you'd probably get really bored. Now my motivation is completely thrown out the window. Anyway, so that website is list.fandom.com, 
and it's just gin in popular culture. So as my motivation has left me, I'm still going to do my little happy moment of my week. Or has it been two weeks? I don't even know anymore. Um, but my happy moment for this week is my chiropractor opened back up. And I've been going to my chiropractor. A lot of people are saying it's irresponsible during this time. However, if you know anything about chiropractors, they fix your body from the inside out. And it is helping my immune system. And I would 100% suggest that anyone goes to the chiropractor. Um, Does that sound culty? Who cares? It's really helping me out. It's helping my posture. It's helping my body. I love it. And I started running again. So that's been a little tough. But I've really been pushing myself as much as I can since I haven't ran in, I don't know, 20 years. Maybe longer. But it's been good. I feel really good. And yeah, that was also Teacher Appreciation Week. And my director came and brought us some awesome gifts. And now I have some sparkly orange nail polish, which I used yesterday. And I keep looking at my fingernails and thinking, they look amazing. Anyway, I hope you guys are enjoying your time as much as you can. Um, Be grateful for sunshine. Be grateful for what you have, your health, your life this podcast. Go read about some gin. Maybe go drink some gin. Whatever tickles your fancy. I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.